pastor, Dr. Joshua Joy Dara Sr., who will come forth today, Father God, bringing the word. We thank you for blessing him and keeping him safe, Father God. We thank you for the healing upon him this very day. We thank you for keeping him strong in, the, in his endeavors to bring forth your word in this community, in the state, the nation, and the world, Father God. And we lift him up, and we lift his family up as well, Father God, in this time and season. Father God, we declare healing upon each and every one who has been affected by this coronavirus during this pandemic. We declare, Father God, for your word says that by his stripes we are healed. And we're declaring it because your word says so. And we know that your word is true, Father God. We thank you, Father. If we had 10,000 tongues, Father God, we just couldn't say thank you enough. We know that there is nothing that we have done to deserve what you have blessed us with, Father God. But we thank you nonetheless. So, Father God, we thank you and we praise you today. For this, oh, Father God, we just pray that you continue to move mightily. Have your way, oh, Father God. Father God, for those who are struggling, we lift them up in prayer, Father God. For those who are in need of your of a relationship with you, oh, Father God, we pray that you... Touch their lives and move mightily, Father God. We just thank you. For this we do pray today, oh, Father God, in the very name of your son, Jesus. Amen. And now, a word from our pastor. Good morning, good morning, and good morning. This is Pastor Josh from Zion Hill Church Family in Pineville, Louisiana. I just want to welcome you to our worship experience this morning. This is going to be unique and different. Uh, we are recording this worship experience right from my home. <laughs> so welcome to our house. and We are grateful that you have joined us this morning. This is where we live, and my wife and I and all of our children, uh, we're blessed to be here. It's a five-bedroom house with four baths. God has been good to us. I'm believing God that God will bless you also. We serve a good God. There's no reason for God's children to live in poverty. It is the will of God that you'll be blessed. Today, I'm just going to spend some time with you. I will sing some song, and testify, and minister, and pray, and just let's just have a good time in the Lord together. Are you ready to worship? <laughs> Thank you for joining us this morning. Let's just kick this up by singing some song. If you don't mind joining in and singing, let's make it a pastor's choir, <laughs> all right? <laughs> Yes, I'm on the battlefield for my Lord. I am on the battlefield for my Lord. And I promise him that I, I'm going to serve him till I die. I am on the battlefield. For my Lord, 
Oh, yes, I'm on the battlefield for my Lord. I am on the battlefield for my Lord. Praise his name. And I promise him that I, I will serve him till I die. I am on the battlefield for my Lord. I was alone and I do. I was a sinner too. I heard a voice from heaven saying there is work to do. I took my master's hand and I joined the Christian band. I am on the battlefield for my Lord. Oh, yes, I'm on the battlefield for my Lord. I am on the battlefield for my Lord. Praise his name. And I promise him that I I'm going to serve him till I die. I am on the battlefield for my Lord. I left my friends and kindred bound for the promised land. The grace of God upon me, the Bible in my hand. In distant land of trust, poor sinner, come to Christ. I am on the battlefield for my Lord. Oh, yes, I'm on the battlefield for my Lord. Oh, I am on the battlefield for my Lord. Praise his name, and I promise him that I, I'm going to serve him till I die. I am on the battlefield for my Lord. Just want to kick off having some good time in the Lord. I'm grateful that we serve a good God. Our God is so good that he is worthy of all of our praise. I don't know about you. I have so much to be thankful for this morning. In case you don't know, just a few days ago, to be exactly, on August 2nd, I was inside the church just ministering to God's people and I passed out. Can you believe? That's exactly what happened. Thank God there were doctors in the church and nurses and firefighters and security people. Everybody rushed to try to help me out. I found myself in the emergency room and all the doctors, everybody did the best. As you can see, I'm still here. I'm a living proof, my brother and my sister, that God 
is still a miracle-working God. Many of you will say, uh, I've heard of miracle, but I've never seen one. Many of you will say, I will believe a miracle if I see one. Well, my friend, <laughs> hallelujah, you are looking at a miracle. The doctors told me, basically, that I could have been dead. Today, you're watching me minister to you. Probably, it would have been the other way around. You'll be attending my funeral, my home going. But look at God. The doctors in the hospital told me that the people that survive this kind of incident are less than 1%. That's what makes it a miracle. It's only the grace of God that caused me to stand in front of you today and to be able to tell you we serve a God who answers prayer. We serve a God who heals. Everything about him is a miracle. Remember the creation of the world? That was a miracle. He made the old world out of nothing. Can you believe it? Literally. That's what miracle does. You remember how Jesus was born? Born and conceived of the Holy Ghost. Not the intervention of a man. That's a miracle. Our God, the good news, my friend, our God is a miracle-working God. And if you've never seen a miracle before, you're looking at one. I want to thank all of you that took the time just to check on me, to pray for me. It was such a joy to see the outpouring of love. Local pastors, even the governor of the state called the senator, U.S. Senator, uh, Bill Cassidy, Congressman Rav Abraham. I mean, all these precious people just calling. The president of the Baptist Convention, Dr. Tolbert. The president of the State Baptist Convention. I mean, all these people all over the world just calling, checking on a country preacher just like me. I'm grateful. All the local pastors, many, many members of my church, people in the community, community leaders and ministers of the gospel, business leaders. It's such a joy. Even my own pastor, uh, Pastor Anthony Mangum, what a joy to see a pouring of love from all of you. And I just want to take the time to say thank you. Thank you for your prayers. I'm still here because because you prayed for me. I don't take that for granted at all. I am strengthening, my, my strength is renewed. I am on fire for the Lord, ready to confront the devil head on in proclaiming the gospel of Jesus Christ. I love you. And I want you to know the same God that healed me, he is your God. And I just want us to praise him for a few moments.
praise him praise him Jesus precious Savior is worthy to to be praised praise him Praise Him in all things. Give Him glory. Jesus, precious Savior, He's worthy to, to be praised. Glory. He's worthy, Jesus is worthy, he's worthy to be praised. Glory, glory in all things, give him glory. Jesus, precious Savior, He's worthy to be praised. Sing with me. Praise Him. Praise Him. Praise Him. Praise Him. Precious Savior, He's worthy to, to be praised. You know, I just enjoy hanging out with you this morning. By the way, this is uh, our baby grand piano in the house. We actually blessed with two pianos. There's one upright piano. And this is the baby grand. And these are the pictures of all of our children. This, all of them here. I love to look at them when I'm hanging out here. This is the youngest one, little Jesse. Jesse has a bachelor's degree in accounting and a master's degree in accounting. And Jesse is now in law school studying to become a lawyer like daddy, like daughter. And this is Jumake. Jumake is the second to the last one. 
And Juma K has a bachelor's in accounting and has a master's in accounting. And Juma K has a doctoral degree in law. She is already a lawyer. She works right here in town in the office of the attorney general. So she's practicing law here. Of course, the next child is Janice. Janice has a, a medical doctoral degree from LSU. All of them graduated from LSU. And Janice is practicing medicine here in town. She's a physician over there at Cabrini. And this is Joy. Joy has a bachelor's degree in science and master's degree in medical science. And Joy is still in school. <laughs> and that's something she's still studying about pharmacy technology and all that. I'm, I'm sorry, nursing technology. So, and of course, the oldest child is Josh. I call him little Josh, but he's really a big boy. <laughs> uh, he has a bachelor's degree and also a doctoral degree in law. He's also a lawyer, like his daddy, and he practices here in town with the law firm of uh, Golden Wimps. Uh, every one of them are doing very well. So I enjoy hanging out and just staring at them and laying hand on them and praying for them. And, and I pray for every one of your children also. I pray that God will raise them up and bless every one of those children. That's my prayer for you. Say amen. <laughs> I do want to preach to you this morning. You might be wondering, what will the pastor preach about today? I'm glad you asked. If you need a topic, the topic will be what I call three dimensions of, of prosperity. What did I say? Three dimensions of prosperity. You know, when people hear of the term prosperity, they always think about finance. But really, when you study the word of God, when it comes to prosperity, there are three dimensions of it. How did I know that? Well, open your Bible to the book of Third John, chapter 1, verse number 2. The Bible says, Beloved, I wish above all that you prosper, and that you be in good health, even as your soul prosper. Please permit me to break that down for you, because you know, the Bible is really not very complicated. It's, it's a very rich word of God, but you have to kind of get with it. There are three dimensions in that scripture I just gave you. Number one, Beloved, I wish that you prosper. That's the first one. Number two, beloved, I wish that you be in good health. That's number two. And finally, we want your soul. Beloved, I wish above all that you prosper and be in good health, even as your soul prosper. So when I talk about three dimensions of prosperity, you're looking at your finance, your health, and your soul. 
If you can grab hold of the revelation I'm about to share with you, your life will never be the same again. There's no, nothing more timely than these three dimensions of prosperity. Why is it so timely? Notice what we're going through. We call it pan pandemic, but the truth be told, let's just make it simple. Our economy is in trouble. That's finance, you know. <laughs> Our health is in crisis. A lot of people are sick of COVID-19. And a lot of people are dying of COVID-19. That's health matter. And then there are people who are just living in fear. Their soul is troubled. Some of them cannot even seek help. Some are even refusing to go to the hospital to get treatment because they're afraid they might get to the hospital and catch COVID-19. So we're having people, their soul is not at rest. People are scared to go to school. People are scared to go to work. People are scared to go to groceries. That's, that's, that's a symptom of a troubled soul. When you don't know what to expect, you don't know what, what's out there. You don't know whether you're protected, whether you're saved or not. Troubled soul. I've been there. Then a lot of people, their health. Many people have been infected. Many people have tested positive. Many people are believing God to be healed right now. And by the way, let me take the time to remind you, the same God that healed me, when I collapsed, literally collapsed, and about to lose my life, that same God is your God. So if you're watching me this morning, and maybe the enemy is attacking your immune system, maybe you've been infected by COVID-19, maybe you have HIV or whatever it is, the good news for you and me this morning God can heal you. In fact, I know without a shadow of doubt, the same God that healed me also wants to heal you right now. Receive your healing right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Permit me to share with you briefly how you can have these three dimensions of prosperity. The first one is finance. Believe me when I tell you, as long as you are here on the planet Earth, you're going to need financial protection. Let me put it in plain English. You're going to need money. In heaven, we don't need money. We'll be all sufficient. But in this planet Earth, you need money. The kingdom of God is not based on money. But believe me, it, it takes money to move things. You're watching me on television today. It's not free. We have to pay for the airtime. We have to pay for the equipment. The food that you're going to eat this morning, the clothes you're wearing, all kinds of things that we use in life require money. The good news is that God wish that you will have all your, your needs met. Apostle Paul in Philippians 4.19 said, My God shall supply 
every one of your needs according to his riches and glory through Christ Jesus. God don't want you to be suffering. You are not redeemed to be reduced. Are you listening to me? You are not saved to be suffering. Your God is a good God. That is why the Bible says, the blessings of the Lord will make you rich and add no sorrow to you. And you know one thing that is so unique about me, I know what it is to live with no money. I know what it is to be poor. But you know what? The Bible said a poor person, nobody listened to. If you don't believe me, check out the book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 9, verses 14 through verse 16. This, the Bible says in a small town, there was a crisis, and a poor man was able to come up with solution. But guess what? Even though he solved the problem, nobody remembers him. You know why nobody remembers him? Because nobody pay attention to poor people. Can I be real? Nobody really wants to hang around anyone that is a liability. Have you ever wondered why people don't return your call? <laughs> I'm just trying to keep it 100. If they know every time you call, you want something, you're going to be asking for something, you're going to be begging for something. They look, thank God for, for caller ID. Once they see that number, click. <laughs> I'm believing God for you, your children, your whole family, that God will bless you, that God will make a way for you, that God will provide and supply all your needs. Today, in the name that is above every name, the name of Jesus, I command you to be wealthy in Jesus' name. It is the will of God that you prosper. Are you listening to me? He wants you to prosper. He don't want you to be going from payday to payday and to be going to loan shark where they give you money and then charge you 10, 20% interest? Come on now. I pray that God will open doors of heaven and pour out his blessing upon your life, upon the life of every one of your children. In the name of Jesus Christ, I cancel that every generational curse, every forces of darkness that will delay your wealth, that will hinder your prosperity, I come against it in the marvelous name of Jesus Christ. I pray for open heaven concerning you, open door concerning you in the name of Jesus. In the book of Genesis chapter 13, verse number 2, the father of our faith, his name is Abraham, Guess what the Bible said concerning him? He was rich. In fact, the Bible makes sure that no one will confuse his riches 
with something else. You know, some religious people, they'll say, oh, that was just spiritual riches. No. The Bible said Abraham was rich in silver, in gold, in livestock, multiple stream of commerce. The brother was loaded. That's my prayer for you, that God will prosper you. So the first dimension of prosperity is your finance. The second dimension of prosperity is your health. Yes, the Bible says money answered all things, but the truth be told, there are some things that money cannot do for you. Money answered things, but not everything in your life is a thing. Say, for example, your money can buy you a nice bed, but money cannot give you a nice sleep. Are you listening to me? Your money can buy you a nice home. I'm grateful to God where we are. We've been living here for about 17 years. So, ain't no shame in my game. We are truly blessed. My prayer for you, because I believe it's no secret what God can do. What he's done for someone, he'll do it for you. God is no respecter of person. I believe that you will have your own home. That you, everything that the devil said you could not do before, I pray that God will accelerate you and promote you that you can enjoy life that your children can enjoy life the bible says in proverbs chapter 13 verse 22 he talks about a good man a good woman will leave an inheritance for his children's children that is your portion you're a good man you're a good woman you qualify amen but you need to have good health. Of what good? If you have all the money, all the resources, but your health is bad. Just look at what I share with you. What happens to me? If I drop dead just like that, all the monies in the world would do me no good. Your health is very important. Maybe you're listening to me this morning and you say, Pastor, if you only know. Maybe you have a diagnosis in your body. Hypertension or blood disease and cholesterol, um, high sugar, low sugar, diabetes. I mean, you can go on and on. Heart disease. Only God knows. All kinds of ways the enemy is trying to attack our body. I just want to pray for you and with you this morning that God will heal you. I pray that God will touch your body. Look at his record. He healed the leper. He healed the blind man. He healed the lame. He raised the dead. I mean, I can go on and on. His record is incredible. He is a miracle working God. Your case is no different. That's why I say you're looking at a miracle. 
I pray that whatever it is that is going on in your body, every allergy, every diagnosis that is not responding to medication before, I pray that God will touch your body. I apply the blood of Jesus right now over your entire body. And I cancel out every assignment of the enemy concerning you. I cancel out every assignment of the enemy concerning your children. You shall live and not die. I'm walking in that, <laughs> in that anointing. Hallelujah. The devil meant for me to be dead. But guess what? I'm still here. I pray that same God will touch your body. Will heal everything that is broken. I pray for restoration in your life. Restoration in your marriage. Restoration in your finance. Restoration. In the name of Jesus Christ. There's another dimension of prosperity that I want you to be aware of. It's called prosperity of the soul. Wouldn't it be sad if you have good health and you have money, but your soul is troubled? We're talking about your spirituality. I've seen a lot of people, they got nice house, nice car, nice everything. They even get houses for their pets, but their heart, there's no peace. They cannot sleep at night. Their soul is troubled. Their marriage is troubled. They have no peace on the job. They have no peace at home. I can just go on and on. But God wish, above all, that you prosper in your soul. And you know what is so good about prosperity of the soul? When your soul is prospered, every other thing will fall in place. I'm amazed how Jesus, who, who has serious prosperity of the soul, he never lacked anything because his soul is prosperous. One time he needed to pay his bill because he's spiritually in tune with God. He just told one of the disciples, hey man, go out there in the lake. The first fish you're going to catch, open his mouth, and you're going to find money. Can you imagine a person being able to say that? That's when your soul, your spirituality is sound. You're in tune with God. The devil cannot trick you. He was able to do so many things because he's prosperous in his soul. There's no confusion of the mind. Too many people die before their time. Not because they are sick in their body, but their mind is messed up. Their soul is troubled. You know what I've been saying to you all this morning? There are three dimensions of prosperity. And my prayer for you is that you will prosper in all those three. What are those three? Financial prosperity. Hallelujah. Prosperity of your health. And guess what else? Prosperity of your soul. That's my prayer for you this morning. 
I want to thank you for joining us this morning. It's always good to hang out with you. I love the fact that you tune in this morning. Share this message with all your friends on the Facebook. If you need prayer today, maybe in all these three-dimensional prosperity, one or more is missing. There is a number under the screen. You can call that number. There are ministers of the gospel that are waiting on standby to pray with you. Just shoot straight with them. Say, I need prosperity of my soul. I want God to prosper me in my health or whatever it is. Because the will of God is for you to have all those things. I know that. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 9, talks about Jesus Christ, who was rich. He became poor, so that he, through his poverty, you and me will become rich. Wow. It's always been the heart of God that you have all you need. Wholeness. Nothing missing, nothing broken. Thank you again for joining us today. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and as your Savior, let me encourage you to give your life to Jesus Christ. For those of you who are in church today watching this message, if you have come today to honor God with your giving, on your way out, feel free to give as the Lord bless you. Not grudgingly, not out of necessity. I don't need to know how much you give. You don't need to know how much I give. That's between you and the Lord. And maybe you're at home, you're watching this, you say, hey, I like what I see. I want to be a part of this also. I want to give also. Let me encourage you to go to our church website, zionhill.com. And there's an opportunity there for online giving. I want to thank you in advance for every one of your giving, for every one of your support. And I pray that something has been said or done today to increase your faith in the Lord. I love you. I look forward to seeing you again next week. God bless you. Amen. It's such a blessing just to see your lovely faces in the house of the Lord. I just want to remind you all today to give. Give for the work of ministry. If you're worshiping with us through live stream, uh, you can go to our church website to give. And they just posted an app on the screen where you can even text and give. But give for the work of ministry. And I just want you to stand at this, right, this time because I just want to bless you on today. Don't want to ever let you leave the house of the Lord without first blessing you. For all those who are here physically in person, all of those people who are worshiping with us through live stream, I just want to bless you. Those who were here earlier uh, on today, I just want to bless all of you for coming out, worshiping with us today because God is pleased on today, because you devoted time 
out of your busy schedule for the Lord. And God always, always honor those who honors him the most. Amen. Father, we thank you on today. Bless your people in the name of Jesus. Father God, I pray that you prosper them, that they may be in good health even as their souls prospers. Now, Lord God, as we leave here on today, we never, ever leave your presence. Now, Father God, may the Lord bless you, your people. May he make his face to shine upon you. Oh, God, I pray that you bless them wheresoever they go and that they may be a blessing. We thank you, dear God, in Jesus' name. Amen. You may go in peace. Be blessed. Have a wonderful week.